our 100th episode of Rambles. But who cares? Why should we care? Why is the number 100 relevant, for that matter? Why is any number relevant? All that and more, coming up on Just Conversation. Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, including CEOs of businesses, psychologists, authors, musicians, travellers, people suffering with physical and mental illnesses, and everyone in between. Where we speak about a large variety of topics, including music and movies and pop culture, but also some more controversial topics, including drug reform, political correctness, and many more. No subject is off limits. You can find us on all the usual podcast places, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as on YouTube. And you can follow us on all the usual social media places. And to be clear, I don't expect everyone listening to enjoy every episode of my show. What I do think is that due to the wide variety of guests and topics, that there'll be at least one episode that each person listening will enjoy. So if you still appreciate the art of conversation and want to hear honest conversations with interesting people, then be sure to check out Genuine Chit Chat in all the usual places. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and also this show is most enjoyable with the listening partner, so be sure to pull somebody up close and enjoy listening to this stuff with them and arguing and fighting and beating each other's brains out in deadly fist fights that become epic sword duels and then you realize somebody had a gun and was cheating this whole time and then somebody ends up dead and then you gotta hide the body because of this what? show. Yes. But oh. then you make the mistake of Googling where's the best place to hide the body. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then you, like, come across a million fucking different, like, blacklists, and they're like, that motherfucker right there is trying to hide a body. Let's go find out what body he's trying to hide. And then the FBI shows up at your door, and now you're a terrorist. Well, I wonder how many times that happens. Many. There are many people who are arrested because they heard this show and everything broke down. It all <laughs> fell apart. Do they thank us? I don't know. They're, they're, they damn us. They damn us. Like, damn you, just conversation. Who decides to do a duel? Hey, man. Two on... What is it? One to one? 1v1 one is the most popular thing that exists in the world. People... Think about it. Even when you're doing... um, it, It's an honorable way of solving things. An honorable way of solving things is a one to one fight. Mm. Even in but, gangs, what happens? We're, we're gonna, like, beat you in. But how do we do it? You, you One to one. You're gonna... Oh, no, it's not. Well, actually, initiations, you get jumped. But if it's... <laughs> In initiations, you get jumped. But uh, when you got, like, beef, they surround you, and it's like, no, you're going to solve it like men. It's a manly thing. I don't know why that's a manly thing, one versus one. I don't know. What what does that come from? I have no idea. I think it's... I don't know. An eye for an eye? Eye for an eye. Yeah, maybe. So it goes back to the Bible? (laughs) I don't know. I guess. Don't turn the other cheek. Pussies turn the other cheek. Yes, I think that's the quote. That's the quote? That's yeah. totally, that's mad biblical. Yeah. Don't turn the other cheek, only pussies turn the other cheek. 
Fair enough. Anyways, very important good news. What's that? Today is a special day. Oh my gosh, yes it is. Yes it is. Today it... is our 100th episode Ooh, of yes. Rambles. Of Rambles, people. The 100th Ramble. Yeah, it's been a long road. It's evolved many times. It's turned into its own thing. Now there's two shows on one feed. Yeah, and each of these rambles are so unique. Yes, actually, so are the guest episodes, but that's a yes, whole other show of I its guess. own. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So every the first couple of weeks of every month, actually pretty much every week of every month, except the last week of every month, the ramble happens. It's the main show that's on uh, uh, the Just Conversation feed. Yes. And uh, mm. so rambling... That's that's you and I having conversations instead of me and a guest. Yes, and today I want to ramble about something I saw on the internet. The power of the internet, what do you have in mind? I heard, or I guess I read that every hundred years in the 20s, there's a pandemic. At, on average, yeah, uh, it's well known that uh, all the time around the 20s of every hundred year gap, there is a sort of, which is ironically, you know, every hundred year gap, it's a hundredth episode. So let's talk which hundredth episode during a pandemic, every hundred years, bam, a pandemic. Whoa, we were meant to have our hundredth episode during, during the, pandemic. the pandemic. Oh, It makes sense. It makes sense. The stars yeah. aligned. But yeah. yeah, it's actually a notorious weird thing that happens roughly every hundred years around the 20s. There was the, uh, what was it, the t currently in the 2020, which started in 2019. Yes. Then we have the 1918. And then we have the 1820. The 1820. 1818? 17. 1817? Yeah. And then there was the 1716? 1720. No, it wasn't. Really? Except that that wasn't a pandemic. What the fuck was that? That was just a plague. I don't know. It was killing a lot of people, but just in one place. So I don't think it counts. Interesting. So it wasn't an epidemic. Yeah. Fair enough. Did it kill a ridiculous number of people, though? Hmm. Because that would really be so, the deciding factor. Actually. I think it aims more, not necessarily to pandemic, but yeah. more towards tragedy of the bug kind. How much is a lot of people? The number is like... Hundreds of thousands. It's like hundreds of thousands. That's pretty bad. Okay. That's like war numbers. Okay. Whoa. So isn't that strange, though? That it happens every hundred years? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fucking weird as hell. Yeah. And except... Except that there are pandemics even in between those years. So what about those? The question is, are they pandemics that take a lot of lives or are they pandemic in that it's a bug that's globally spread and does take life, but nowhere near the hundreds of thousands? I have no idea. Because I think the accent on it is when something super vicious comes through and takes a lot of life, and that's what people are looking at. Well, I'll tell you a few of them, and you'll see. You'll tell me if a lot of people died from them, if you know them. I don't know if you know all of them. I do not. But you might know one or two, at least. So. Okay, let's go. So there was the Great Plague of London, which was in 1966. 1966, the Great Plague of London. I don't, I'm not familiar with that. The H2N2. That one took a lot of life. In yeah. 1957. Yeah, that was deadly. The H3N2, which was 1968. 
and the H1N1, H1N1, which is the swine flu in 2009. Yeah. Now, I have no idea how deadly any of those were. So I have no reference point for this. I cannot answer that for you. Oh, these are all called pandemics, I assume, because of the name. No, but I, I, what I really think, whoever made that doesn't, they, they're thinking global spread. The, re, the real tragedy is uh, bugs that killed a lot of people. The Great Plague killed about 100,000 people. Holy shit. And Wait, it, no, the local ones. It was ones. the rat plague. Yeah. The, the tornado rats. Tornado rats. They had to worry about that sucked. They're not like more than one versions with the same names, right? The H2N2 virus killed at least a million people worldwide. Holy shit, that's fucking... That is a lot of people. That is a lot of people. And that was in 1957. What the hell? Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> I guess there's just pandemics all the time. Yes. And we're just looking for patterns because we're creatures of patterns. We love patterns. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. Love patterns. What's interesting about these patterns is, although they're not a full picture of information, they do give you kind of a marker to detect when something is coming. How so? Look at it like this. Yes, there are pandemics in the middle, and you can't predict the, predict the pandemics in the middle, but you know that somewhere around the 20s one is going to happen no matter what. So you can at least prepare for that. You get my point? Yes. So it's a pattern that is a helpful pattern. Even if you can't predict all the other stuff, you can always determine in this gap, for whatever reason, very consistently... There is something happening. It could happen here. It could happen over there. But it's going to happen somewhere. And it's usually in this like five-year period around the 20s. Hmm. That's interesting that it does take place. Because, yes, pandemics happen everywhere. But yeah. why does it still happen in this area always? What about the 1620s or the 1520s? Those didn't have any? We can check real quick. Because why would it just start in a specific... I think that's where we just started keeping track. Oh, look. People looked that up. Epidemic in 1616. What the fuck, dude? This is what I mean. Okay. How about... 1560. Could we just keep Wait, going? Wait, what's the name of the 16... Uh, the So in 1616 to 1620... The there was New a England. Yeah, the Southern New England United States pandemic. In 1520, the Aztec Empire was destroyed by a smallpox infection. The disease killed many of its victims and incapacitated others. Yeah, 1519 to 1520. 1519 to 1520. Okay, let's go to the 14s. Was there a plague in... Uh, what is the pandemic in 1420? The... Fateful arrival of plague bacteria in the Mediterranean during the mid-14th century sparked one of the deadliest pandemics of all human that history. Say 1420, though. It's just the 14th no. century. The mid-14th century. Yeah. This could be the 1450 or something. Yeah, it's probably somewhere around there, mainly. So it's it's a tough... Because there's so many that are outside the 20s, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. The one that's reliably predictable, though. Because there are many. You can't predict the random ones. Yes. But you can predict the ones that fall within the pattern. And you know mm -hmm. when you hit about... So in the next hundred years, right? It's, uh -huh. it's 2115. And you got to be like, all right, we need to prepare. Because even if we just experienced one 10 years ago, we're in the gap of the one that's always coming through. Mm -hmm. So you at least get to prepare for that. So 2115, we need to stockpile medical supplies of all sorts. Doesn't matter what kind they because might be. What is the year that's going to 2115? Well, you start stockpiling at 2115 because it could happen at any point. 2116, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Like it's going to happen in that like gap. That's it. In that space of years, some shit's going to mm -hmm. hit the fan super hard. You know it for a fact. Even if four others happened before that time. You can yeah. at least predict that one. And it's probably going to be worse. Yeah. Except for that one time in the fucking 50s where there was one that killed a million fucking people. Exactly. The ones that are odd seem to be more dangerous then, no? I don't that know. That one was. That one was. Hmm. <laughs> It's a very crazy pattern that you can at least predict to, to, to some degree. Yes, and there's many patterns throughout everything. History, I guess. Yeah, we're pattern-seeking creatures. We're pattern-seeking creatures, yeah. Like, there's patterns. There's a lot of patterns, but I only picked a few to talk about between President Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy. What What about them? They're, like, um, let's see. Which one will I start with? Okay, Lincoln was elected president in 1860. Kennedy in 1960. Ooh. Okay. Both of them were assassinated on Friday. Uh-huh. Um, Lincoln was killed in a Ford's theater. Kennedy was killed riding a Lincoln convertible made by Ford Motor Company. They have full Ford on their death thingy. No. no, that's not the strange part. One got killed in a Lincoln. Yeah. The other one got killed in a Ford? Yeah. But what does Ford have to do with Kennedy? Oh. His F doesn't stand for Ford. No, never mind. I was confused about that. I'm like, did Kennedy get killed in a Lincoln and Lincoln get killed around the Kennedys or some crazy shit? No. Like that, you know? Yeah, it would have been more crazy. There is another crazy one about their deaths, though. The guy who shot Lincoln did it in a theater. And fled to a warehouse while the guy who shot Kennedy did it from a warehouse and fled to a theater. Okay, so they... Are the names of the killers the same? That would be nuts. No, but they were born a hundred years apart. Like, 1839 and 1939. Interesting. Yes. And both of them... Well, the people that killed them each have 15 letters in their name. First, middle, and last name equal 15. Weird. I don't know what that means, means in this nothing. whole thing. It's just <laughs> chance. It's but... just chance, but it's a lot of chance. Yeah, it's it starts getting weird when... Because, again, one's co one, one is, you know, random. Two, it's a coincidence. Three, now you got to be like, what? But then we got to think, why is that a pattern? One, two... Three is suddenly too much, and we instinctively I think we need know to that. Higher the number that we consider to be something more than it is. Well, no. At three, you get suspicious. At two, it's a coincidence. At three, you start looking at it. If All it right. happened like ten times, you got to be like, no, something's happening. Yeah. 
Well, one explanation for this is, well, selective reporting, which they just pick which sounds the best of all their facts. Because, you know, there's a million things you can say about them yeah, yeah, that yeah. don't relate. Yeah, exactly. It's totally that. Because you're looking for patterns. We yes. are pattern-seeking creatures. Yeah. And some of these facts could be false. Yes, definitely. Like, do you know which of these was a false one? If there And how was would one? I even confirm the, it? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's some that could be exaggerations or lies just picked for the perfectness of this pattern going on. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And there's a bunch of numbers that are, feel special to, I guess, our society for some reason. Like the number I, 100 for the 100th episode. I don't know why the 100 matters. Why yes. wasn't it like 99 is amazing? Well, I'm not going to talk about 100. I'm going to talk about these other numbers, though. One, three, five, ten, twenty-five, fifty, a hundred. What about those numbers? All special. I don't know why. Oh. Well, I'm going to talk about the number 13. Unlucky. Unlucky. But why? Exactly. But why? We're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to get to the bottom of why it's unlucky? Actually, no one really knows. But there are theories of why it's unlucky. Is it unlucky to say the number 13 as you punch a mirror in a bath salt? In a no. salt bath. <laughs> Why is the salt bath unlucky? unlucky? Aren't you supposed to not spill salt? Yeah, but the salt... I mean, you have to be spilling salt at the moment that you're doing all that. So you hold salt in one hand, yes. spilling it, while you punch, punch a mirror, mirror with the other hand screaming 13 while on Friday the While there's an open umbrella over your head. Yes, under an umbrella. And uh, under that umbrella, I mean, over that umbrella is a... Ladder. Ladder, yes. Yep. So you're... Let's get this straight. You're under a ladder. It's Friday, it's Friday the 13th. Yes. You walk under a ladder and you open an umbrella. You hold that umbrella between your shoulder and your neck, mm -hmm. holding it in place over you underneath the ladder. On your left hand, you have salt that you're throwing down. Yes. On your right hand, you have a fist smashing a mirror. <laughs> uh-huh. And else you're stepping on a crack. All yes. of this is happening and over a crack. And there's a cat, black cat walking past you in front of you. Yes. Underneath everything that's happening. Yes. But over the same crack you're stepping on. Just to add to the... Yes. So, yeah. That is extremely unlucky. And it's all because Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. I don't know how any of that relates to Friday the 13th. You waited until Friday the 13th to do it. Oh, okay. Someone do this. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, somebody do it that and tell me like... what happens. Yeah, you might be cursed. Or maybe it's like a negation. Like you, you, It's like double negative. It's a positive, you know? Oh, no. So maybe you do it and you just billionaire the next day. Lucky. Oh, wow. Well, they have to let us know about this. If they do, they kind of owe us some of those billions because we gave you the idea. Yes. Give us some of those billions. For sure. <laughs> the, phobia, the fear of 13 is so strong that it's recognized as a phobia that I will not say the name because it's kind of ridiculous. Let me look at it. It is Triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia? Yes. And... This phobia is mostly in the Western world. We have the fear of 13. Yeah, it almost doesn't exist anywhere else. And it embodies so severely that we remove 13 from apartment numbers. We remove 13 from plane seats. We remove 13 from many, 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 many places. Yeah, like hotel rooms. Oh, yeah. You said plane seats? Yep. Yep. 
Yes, that's how big this fear is that so many companies had to get rid of the number. Yeah. Just because they know people have this fear. Uh, there's also uh, a lot of places that re that cha- that removed Route 13 from existing. And uh, it also ironically happens with Route 66. That is a cursed route. And I don't know why. The number 66. Bad. Yes. Because it's missing one six. One more six and it's the devil. What the fuck? I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> At least 10% of the U.S. population has the fear of 13. That's That's not that big, is it? It's huge okay. considering that there are 300 million people in the country. That means that 300... No, that means 30 million people. 30 million? Okay, that is extreme. 30 million people are like, fuck, 13. Yes. And every year, the Friday 13 becomes a bigger fear, too. That also has a phobia name. I don't know if you want to attempt. What, the increase of Paraskavidikatria... Pho- oh, fuck it. That yes. Thing. Yeah, the fear of Friday the 13th is so bad that um, companies lose billions of dollars, no, lose millions, $8 million, because people avoid getting married, traveling, or even working on Fridays the 13th. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That is so crazy. (laughs) But people don't even know where it comes from. No. They just have an irrational fear because that got put into them. Yeah, but how? Where did it start? I don't know if that's the question, because how they got it is they heard other people talking about it, mm-hmm. and then it became something. It had to be, yeah. But we're, I wish we can go back in history to figure it out. I wish we can go back in history, too, and then we can confirm what part of the Lincoln-Kennedy is bullshit. Oh, yeah. What if all of that's true? I mean, but if, is it all, enough? if all the fucking things, I would really just go visit and see if Adam and Eve were a thing. <laughs> you know, like, of all the things I could use a time machine for, I'm going to fucking see if these patterns are real. Like, who the fuck cares? If you can just check if they're real and they turn out to be real, you got to find out if that other lady's real, too. The one Lilith. that he was with. Lilith. Yeah. Because that, I don't know if that's that tells it, That's the one, two, three problem, isn't it? What's that? There was one important number. Mm-hmm. Then there's three. It still is an important number. But somewhere in the middle of that, there was two, which is also an important number. Back to the duel. Yeah. One to one. One to one. Oh, the duel fight. Adam and Eve, one to one. Yes, Adam had Lucifer. two women. They fought each other. No. Lucifer and Jehovah, not. one to one. Because it makes sense, I guess. Polarity, I one to one. I guess. That, Everything that's has two... a equal and opposite. Yeah, that's what two stands for, right? Yeah, polarity. Polarity. One to one. Mm-hmm. While one represents life and nine represents death. Does it? One to one. Nine represents death? Well, it represents the ending. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's interesting. It's really old uh, cultures. I'm not really sure what kind of religion, but I read this a really long time ago. That uh, the number one represented birth, the beginning. Mm-hmm. With the number one representing death and the release. You mean nine? Yes, number nine, representing death, the release. And uh, so the Grim Reaper's job in whatever faith this was, is probably a Western faith nevertheless because of Grim Reaper. So whatever belief system this was believed that the soul would be delivered to the body by a Grim Reaper. And upon your death would be extracted from your body by the Grim Reaper. And the Grim Reaper's numbers were represented as one and nine. So in text, it would 
not say the Grim Reaper. Essentially, that was his job. Yeah. He would be represented as the cycle of one and nine. But you have no idea where that's from? No. I don't remember where that's from. But I do know that there are stories related to that. For example, in New Jersey, there is a route one and nine that is said to have the sweeping soul thing going on there. The so, Sweeping Soul? The, the, the Grim Reaper's name was something like that. The Soul Sweeper or some shit of that nature. Oh, okay. And he well, was represented by 1 and 9. Does it lead to hell or something with the 1 and 9? No, there's no... Well, I don't fucking know the root. I have no idea. I just know that the, the Soul Sweeper, the Grim Reaper, essentially, let's just leave it at that. He's a Grim Reaper. Hangs his, out there? Yeah, allegedly. His whole thing is 1 and 9s because mm. beginnings and endings. Yeah. Well, I found a bunch of different meanings of numbers because a bunch of cultures and religions and societies and etc. have looked at numbers and giving them meanings. And um, I don't know. We we won't talk about all of them, but you could pick a number. What's your favorite number? Zero. Zero? Means infinity. Yes. Well, there's many meanings. And some of them are... The primordial void? Void. So, the thing before existence. Ooh. The womb? The womb. Ah, the womb is empty. The womb is empty. Before... Because one goes inside. Because one goes inside it. Ah! The realm of potential. The realm of potential. That is a complete philosophical ideology that says that there is a a balance, a, a state in which there is energy with infinite potential. It has the capacity for anything. So the singularity before the great explosion that we refer to as the Big Bang, that's represented represented by zero, because it's also represented with the uh, infinity symbol. Those both mean the same thing. It's potentiality. It could be something, but what could it be? It could be negative. It could be positive. It could be anything. So it's both one and, I mean, zero and infinity? Zero is infinity. Zero is infinity. Zero oh. is infinity. There can't be nothing. No, 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 nothings. You know, like there can't be zero numbers oh, of yeah. something. Some people think of it as it's it is nothing and everything, the beginning and the end. Yeah, and the number was originally created by Indians. Really? Yeah. Well, it was added to math by Indians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I re- I think I'm pretty. I remember that. Wow. Did you choose that number because you knew any of this, or is just a number you liked? I like the inability to count it, and then my curiosity in loving that led me to look up things about zero, which is why I know so much random crap about zero. Wow. But it's the only number you can't count. That's interesting. Yeah, because what? you can count lacking If you start things. in a negative number, then you could count to zero? No, you can't count zero, though. You can count to it, and then you're stuck at that. You can count things missing if there were things there. So let's say there's seven parking spots, mm-hmm. but there are only three cars. You can count that as plus three cars or minus two. There's negative two cars, even if there are positive three, because there's a total of five. You can count what's missing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if there's no parkings, how many cars are missing? Exactly. There's no negative anything. Mm-hmm. There's no positive anything. Okay. So without Ooh. the other side, there's just a potential that there could be cars here. There might be cars missing. There you got no information to tell you in any direction. Yeah. Ooh. And then my favorite number is the number two. I don't know why. 
I just like the number two. It just became my favorite number. I don't know why. It's weird. It's like letters. I like specific letters. Yeah. I like the letter A a lot. The letter A. The letter A. It's so awesome looking. Q. That's weird. I like A. I like, I like how awkward X. Q is. I like A. I like X. And Z in cursive is awkward too. I like a Z. Z is pretty cool what? looking. In cursive? You like it? No, just Z. <laughs> I like Z and Z is an N. Z is an N. Yeah. I guess. And uh, A is an upside down V. Or a V is an upside down A. I don't see that. If you just turn an A around. As a V? Is a V. It just happens to have some bullshit in the middle, but it's a V. There's a circle there. Oh, you're talking about the capital A, right? Why are you thinking lowercase? I don't know why this. What do I think specific? I don't know. Lower I, or higher? Why? I instinctively <laughs> think of uppercase letters. I was thinking of all. I don't know. No, because you would have seen that. I guess. <laughs> if that statement was true, you would have yeah. seen what I was talking about. Mm. But well, it's always thinking... uppercase before lowercase. Okay. Yeah, lowercase so. only exists in English. Mm. But the cursive A is just a little A. No, there's an uppercase A in cursive. Yeah, it looks like the little A, but a huge little A in cursive. Really? Yeah. I've actually seen... Oh, I guess people do kind of combine Different cursive. And cursive, a. yeah. So the number two means duality. Duality for sure. Yes. It means duality. It means um light and darkness, inside, yes. outside, yin, yin yang. yang. Yep. Masculine and femininity yep. and the good and bad and etc. Like a good half of everything. Everything. In uh the hermetic principles are represented by the number two. two. Well. Um what is it? Rhythm is represented by the number two. That's the up and down of waves. Oh. Everything comes in waves. Everything comes in cycles. It's this side, it's that side. The pendulum swing, it's this side, it's that side. Okay, and there's feminine and masculine. Feminine and masculine. There what else is, is there? Good and bad, light and dark, up and down, left and right, Democrat, Those Republican. Are from, no, I mean from hermetic principles. I don't think there's Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, and the hermetic principles, they say follow Trump or follow Biden, and you got no more options because that's what the law says. Okay. I don't remember that, but alright. They predicted this thousands of years ago. That there will only be two? That there will only be two. But then we choose one from the two. Yeah. You're gonna tell us more? Oh, you wanna know about different numbers? Yeah, what other what other goodies are there? Pick a number from 0 to 12 that we didn't talk about already. Oh, what's number 8? Eight? 8. Abundance. Prosperity. Financial well-being. Um, You can see 8, though, as an infinity symbol, in a way. That's okay. You can but go. You can move on. These numbers suck. These numbers suck? Okay. Okay, let's talk about a few theories of why 13 is a bad luck number. Ooh. One theory is that 12 is considered the perfect number. Oh, so it's that whole 666-777 problem. Seven, what's that? 777 represents God or whatever the fuck. Oh, so then the... Because 6 comes before 7. I guess, it's, yeah. Yeah, well, yes, because 13 comes after the perfect number. It's considered unusual, and that became unlucky. Is that like the origin of it? They don't know what the origin is. This, is. this is just a theory. Oh, okay, fair enough. The other two theories revolve around the 13th guest of a 
the special religions dinner party thing, which is what the first one is from the Bible. Judith, is that his name? Judas. Yes. He was the thirteenth guest, and also the traitor, right? and the traitor, and then in Norse lore, Loki was the thirteenth guest. Oh, interesting. Yep. So there's that, those two. So I don't know if there's other examples from other religions. Interesting. So this is like, this dates back to like way before even the Christian Bible. We're talking Greek mythology. Norse mythology. Norse. Yeah, that's Norse mythology. So this goes back to Norse mythology, which predates Greek mythology. Which I... What? I'm assuming, though, that one story is based on the other story. But yeah. yeah. They, we can just say that they all come all the... 100% <laughs> so the dinner that happened... So examples are really just one example. The dinner that happened with Loki is what... It, the, I'm sure there was a same dinner in Greek mythology. And then that same dinner was just imitated in uh, uh, a Christian mythology. It's all the same shit. Yeah, so those are the theories. But in some cultures, like ancient Egypt, they consider 13 as a lucky number. Why? I don't know. I think it has to do with their gods. Like their 13th god was sitting at a table and he was the best of them? I don't know. They had a lot of gods. Never mind. Ignore that one. I don't know. (laughs) But they had hundreds of gods, I think. So I don't know if 13 has anything to do with that, really. Maybe not. Maybe. I I don't know. And also, four is considered unlucky in Asian countries. It's not 13, it's four instead. Why? Why do they still have a number? Because this one actually makes sense, though. But does it? More sense than 13. Okay, go for it. In Chinese, the word for four and death are the same, or sound similar. It sounds similar, four and 13. Right. So they avoid four because of that. Because four and 13, not 13. Death, point death, are similar. They might be the same, I don't know. But that's why they avoid four, because of death. That's, that's something. That's weird, yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I think it's like someone's fault because they chose the way four sounded. Maybe they should have changed it. Unless they came up with four before death, and then maybe they should have changed death, right? I don't know. Yeah, one of these had to come first. <laughs> like, Or maybe somebody named it without knowing, and then it caught on. And they couldn't count while the numbers were already made elsewhere. And they had the same thing happening. And then these came together and they're like, oh, fuck, we all chose the same word. Yeah, so they do pretty much the same thing that we do with 13 of avoiding it, not putting it anywhere. So there's like one, two, three, five. I'm assuming, yeah. That's weird. Similar, something like that. But how is that weird? We do that with 13. It's weird either way. Okay, yes, it's weird either way. We are weird. And then there's the number seven that you were talking about early that's considered lucky in the Western culture. Yes, specifically Western culture. In fact, lucky seven. Lucky seven? And a a die has up to, uh, well, you're trying to equal seven. You're trying to equal seven and die? Yeah, and some machines you want to get seven. Sevens in a row. Yeah. And in everyday life, we have seven, like seven days in the week, seven colors in a rainbow. Interesting. Seven continents. Seven days in a week. What's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah. The week we made that because we chose how we broke it up. Yeah. Ultimately, we didn't have to decide any, like, we landed on 365 days. 
That made sense. But if seven was already a lucky number, that's probably how we decided. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm thinking, because it's 365 days, by the way, 360 is, for whatever reason, also an important number. It's a weird lopsided number, but whatever. 360 degrees, 365 days in a year, this is 360, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we have 365 days. We decided the days based on the revolution of the Earth. Every one, we just count one. Okay, the sun's back up again. That was one. And then the amount of time it takes the planet to circle the sun is 365 of those one. That yeah. made perfect sense. That happened. Okay. We probably began there. Then 360 got chosen just at random from that. 360 degrees, we just came up with that number. Yeah. And it was based on 365. Okay, great. We're on track. We're finding things. Mm -hmm. Then months happened. And we, we chose the lucky number, the perfect number. The 12. 12. We yeah. chose the perfect number, 12. Yeah. And then we divided into four. How did that happen? We divided the perfect number into four. Four seasons? weeks. No, four oh, weeks. Oh, four weeks. Well, the oh, seasons happen naturally. We chose that, and that's uh, number three. Three months each. Yeah, but there are four seasons. Yes. Three months each. That's pretty perfect, but that's because we love that yeah so but what was it there's four weeks yeah there's four seasons and there's four weeks per month and then there's seven days in each week of the month allegedly and because some months are longer yeah because the month the number of days in a month doesn't is not perfect no but the number <laughs> of days in a week remains the same yes so that weeks overlap through months and remain in pair in sets of seven yeah i don't know why do you pick any of these numbers? But back to the perfect numbers, 12. We have, what was it? 12 months in a year. Yes. We also have 12 hours in a day. No, not really. There's 24, 24 hours in a day, but we divided. calculate them based on periods of 12. Yeah. We could have chosen periods of six that repeat four times. Yes, but we picked 12 for some reason. Hey, perfect number. Yeah. So I don't know where else we can find 12 at, but those are some examples. Well, there are 12 apostles. 12 apostles? Okay. What? Christian Bible. Oh, interesting. And even in Norse mythology, apparently there were the 12 good gods. The 12 good gods. And yeah. then Loki. And then Loki. But he's the 13th unlucky god. He's the 13th douche. Yep. Hmm. Well, I guess he's the first douche, but the 13th god. Yeah. There was a balance when it was 12. The 13th made it unlucky. Yes. And ruined the that's why in some places it's bad to have a 13th guess yes on top of that it is said that the other apostle would have been mary magdalene but she's considered a whore but she was just as much a follower of jesus oh she relates to the number seven she, and she would have been 13 she would have been 13 oh she should have been Yes, then there would have been. have been 14 people at the party. There it ruins been. the whole balance. It totally 13. messes up the <laughs> yeah. balance. Yeah. Specifically because Jesus was already there. And if we count the apostles as 12, Jesus was the 13th apostle. He was the bad luck? No. He was kind of the bad luck. Except uh, through like religion, we blame it on everybody else. Yes. So it had to be the traitor guy. It wasn't the fact that he knew there was something off about religion. No. We gotta blame him because he's the only one who knew there was something off about religion. Who? Ju Judas? Yeah. Mm. He was like, this is off, man. 
But Jesus, who was off? Oh, I don't. Re- I don't know why he turned. Why he's considered bad though? Because he told on Jesus or something. He was a. According was a to me, yeah, he was a snitch. According to memes, is because he got really, really close to Jesus's face. Oh yeah, all those pictures of him being, being like, like too sniffing close. Jesus. Like, are you gonna kiss him or not? Yeah, fair enough. That he it will they won't, won't they, they? Yeah, like that's too much. Jesus hated that probably. Yeah, he it's was waiting. like, "Are you ever gonna do it?" Yeah, that's why Jesus turned on him. He's like, he blames Judas, but Jesus was the one to start the first thing. He probably began the bullshit about number 13. Well, maybe. Loki was probably good back then. But then even that got twisted, because 13 forever. We're going to rearrange all of history. Who is behind this? Jesus. Even the Loki thing that happened Yeah, Jesus rewrote that. Oh, okay. They changed all of history. What? Well, that's amazing, but... Mary, Mary Magdalene was attacked by seven demons. No, that that's not right. Seven demons were driven out of her. Was she possessed? That's weird. Were they dwarves? Were they seven dwarves? There were seven dwarves. No, there wasn't. Was there? Or 13? No, it was seven. There were seven dwarves, right? I feel like there were seven. Yeah. And there's seven um, wonders of the world. Well, the ancient world. And that being said, that being said, that being said, we pick that. Yeah, so that just, we picked that number. Yeah, there just there might be more. We yeah. just decided, okay, we're gonna stop at seven, and the rest are just normal wonders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, this is the normal things. Even if they're bigger or more fascinating, we didn't have room. We only had or room we just for seven. rearranged the seven that we pick. Like every seven world of wonders list is different from each other. Fair enough, but it's always seven. But it's always seven. Also, there is well, it's probably regional as well. So there's like the seven. Chinese wonders of the world, Ooh. but there's also like the seven world wonders of the world. Yes. That being said, the seven continents is known notoriously to be bullshit because other countries teach different numbers of continents. <gasps> really? It's, that's some mm-hmm. U.S. lie that gets passed around. So like in U.S., we we live with seven. Yeah, man. Even South America is like Central America is its own continent. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, whatever. We like seven. Yes, a lot. And seven is also considered a god number in ancient Egypt, which yes. I'm not sure what that means. Seven, it's uh, the number of god, kind of like six devil, seven god. Six, oh, six, six, the same seven, thing seven, with seven. Um, cat, um, Christianity. And of course, there's a bunch of sevens in the Old Testament, the New Testament, the seven deadly sins and the seven virtues. Seven dead. Well, the seven virtues are how to overcome the seven deadly sins. So oh, of course, there would have been yeah. an equal number of sevens. But yeah, the seven deadly sins. There could have been more, and it's argued that there is actually eight. Well, what's the eighth one? There is a distinction to be made between um, what is it? It's envy and jealousy. Oh, and those are actually in different iterations described differently. So huh. you might find sins that say jealousy instead of envy. Yes, but some people consider it as both the same thing. Yeah, some people consider both of them the same thing. So that's a tough one. Yeah. That's, that's going to be debated forever. Yeah, that'll be debated because they're so closely related, but still different. Yeah. So you heard of the seven virtues? The seven virtues are the opposite. So for greed, it's charity. 
For greed, it's charity. Yes. Yeah. For pride, it's uh, being humble. I forget what that's called. Humility. Humility. Yes. Man, I will never remember that humility is humble. Being humble is being is humility. That's yeah. the default word. Then for lust is chastity. Yes. Um, for what is it? Sloth. I don't know. Be active. Diligence. Diligence. Yes. Do stuff. Um, nah, I don't know them but all. But do stuff good. Do stuff good. Yes. <laughs> gluttony. Did you mention gluttony? Abstinence. No, that's lust. Chastity is for oh lust. oh yeah 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 gluttony your sort temperance of, yeah like controlling yourself from food. yeah or just controlling yourself from overindulgence yes yeah. you mentioned greed we talked about sloth yeah wrath what is the opposite of wrath kindness I guess yes because wrath is just being an asshole essentially but I don't know about envy envy is patience that's weird because I feel like wrath maybe the opposite should be patience. Because wrath is like, you can't wait, no. so you're attacking. Nobody says no? there. No, wrath comes without reason. Okay. And kindness comes without reason, or kindness should. is with reason? No, it should. They should both be the result of, there shouldn't be a reason for either. Oh, okay. You should do kindness for the sake of kindness. Yeah. But you do wrath because wrath. Yeah. Ah, okay. But envy and patience. Envy and patience. It's interesting because envy comes across as wanting something somebody else has. But you don't have to act on it. You could patiently wait for something somebody... It's just a want. It's not acting on it. So I don't know why patience is the opposite, because you could be patient and envious at the same time. Yes, I don't know. That's Yeah, that's the only one I was like, hmm, that's kind I don't of broken. know about that. But yeah. And of course, there's a seven days in of the creation. It took seven days to make all of this. Yeah, we actually had, I think, on this show, this conversation in the past about what God did every day. <laughs> I don't remember. It's probably a ridiculous list. Do you remember? Um, I'm not entirely sure how it went. I just know that we were deciding whether or not he rested before or after he made people. Oh, okay. But he made everything and then rested. Yeah. But the fact that he had to rest was weird enough. It's like, you're God. Why do you need rest? Why do you need rest? Because he's not infinite. <laughs> yeah, we actually established that he used up energy creating the things that would then fuel his life source. Mm-hmm. That but makes sense. That same episode led us rest. to understand why he needs giant human sacrifices once in a blue. That was in the same episode? Yeah, that's, that's, that was all part of the same thing. Oh, wow. Well, Complicated episode. Mm-hmm. And in some versions of Noah, he's supposed to bring seven pairs of every animal. That's not a pair. I don't know. Seven, seven pairs. Sets. I don't know what that means. Seven sets? Yeah. Oh. Like seven of each, though? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Seven sets of animals. Oh, or you mean that he's bringing 14. Oh, maybe he's bringing 14. Because if it's seven pairs, yeah. then it's 14 yes. of everything. So it's either two or it's 14. If it's Who 14, knows? that must have been a... It was the boat made in the world of Harry Potter where they have that... Thing that they just set up a tent and then it's a magical tent where you go inside and it's the size of a mansion. There's a thing like that in Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh. I haven't seen all of Harry Yeah, when Potter they stuff. go to like competitions at, at far, when they go to like the Quidditch championships elsewhere. Or they, they go, actually it's not a Quidditch championship, but it's a school championship or mm -hmm. whatever, like different wizard schools competing. Yeah. And uh, the family camps out in a tent. And in their tent, you go in, and I guess the tent connects to their actual home. Oh, So they go into cool. the tent, 
And inside is just a giant house. So we have to assume that this boat is that magical? Yeah, it's made the... I mean, the guy parted the seas, didn't he? No, that's not no, the same guy, is he? I don't think no, so. That, no one knows there's two different guys. But whatever, yes. they use the same god power. Yeah, they use the same One god used power. god's power to make a magical boat, and the other one used god's power to show that physics doesn't necessarily have to apply to him. Yes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Man. And those were two different guys. Boom. Who? Moses and Noah. Two guys. Two guys. Like, the seas parted in two. Oh, yes. Oh, two. It's it didn't special. just all move over to one side or just the water <laughs> level lower. No, it broke in half. Yes. Two. Two. Like, good and evil, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, which one was the good and which one's the bad with Moses and Noah? No, but they were both seen as perfect, weren't they? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I know Moses was one of the prophets. Was Noah? Was Noah? Yeah. I don't... Because I know Moses is considered the Jewish prophet the way that Jesus is considered think... the Christian prophet. Yeah. The way that uh, Allah is... Con... Not Allah. That Muhammad was considered the Islamic prophet. A lot of prophets. Prophets only come in one, though? Yes. Okay. It's the one. The Neo one. is the newest prophet, I guess. Oh, Okay. In our time? Yes, Neo is the newest prophet. Yeah. And then there's, in Hinduism, there's seven worlds in the universe, seven seas in the world, seven chakras. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Those are just selected numbers. Yeah, those are just some random, I mean, seven worlds in the universe. Yeah. Well, in ancient time, they considered there were seven planets in the yeah, classical. Yeah, before we knew yeah. that there's way more crap out there. Yeah. Then in Islam, there's seven heavens, seven hells, and seven doors to hell. I mean, how else are you going to enter the seven hells if not for doors? <laughs> I don't understand how it looks. That I wonder, like, if you enter a room and you see seven doors, you know you're going to hell. Well, maybe. Because you got to understand that maybe there is the, the, the um, like, the lobby room. Yeah. It, it's like this place that manages everything. Yeah. Because also in heaven, there, I mean, I guess if you're going to see, if you go into the same room and you see eight doors, that's to heaven. Well, there's supposed to be seven heavens. Well, for them, it's eight doors lead to heaven. Oh, that's weird. And seven to hell. Because there's seven heavens. When I <laughs> see your heavens. happy, their happy faces smiling back at me, seven heaven. Oh, I Are know the there's no great smiling than the love of a family. Where do we go? Something, something, something. I don't know. Is that a Christian show? It was. Okay. Was it good? Actually, it kind of was. Okay. <laughs> a lot of Christian media is pretty good when they're not trying to force religion down your throat. When it's just like it happened to be about good morals, it's usually pretty good. That's cool. I like Christian music. Not like the crappy, we're a Christian band, but like if you get like a, like Switchfoot is a Christian band and yeah. their music is amazing. Not the ones that want to Jesus. have been with Jesus in a way that they shouldn't be with Yeah, Jesus. it's like, Jesus, I want you inside me. I need you all up in me, Jesus. Yeah, that's... There's so much. so much of that, though. Yeah. Everybody wants to fuck Jesus. Nobody wants to just like be cool with Jesus. They want to no. like be with Jesus. Yeah. They want Jesus way up in them. Yes, they do, I guess. They want Jesus to wear them like a glove. Uh, and there's seven lucky gods in Jap Japanese mythology. Are I don't they? know them, but there's seven of them. And in Iran, 
Germany, Spanish, and other cultures, cats have seven lives instead of nine. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know why we picked nine, but... Why did we pick nine? Because cats are unlucky and nine has to be a weird number. Yes, because it relates to six, and six is a really bad number. Why does nine relate to six? Because it looks like six. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's the same number. I see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Anyo. There is no way we could go on. We're running out of time oh, right okay, now. Oh, okay, because there's so much more. But this was, I mean, no, I don't know if there's much more. We we can definitely continue this a different time. We'll uh we'll we'll make we'll make a thing of it so you can educate us further on uh the hundreds the the hundred special part two I guess. If there's if I get more stuff, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyways. That was very interesting. I have a bunch of crap there I did not know, but I did know some interesting details because um, I always know something. Yeah, you knew stuff that I didn't know. Yeah, man. Especially that Harry Potter stuff. I don't know Harry Potter like that. Nobody needs to know Harry Potter like that. <laughs> I sat down. I read the first book, Died on the Inside. Yeah. And then I sat down and I was like way shorter to just watch the movies. And like, who knows? The book sucked. Maybe the movies are better. No, 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 I was wrong. Yeah. It's all pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but it was made whatever. for kids, so whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's kids love it. Kids love Let it, them man. Have it. Adults love it too. It's ridiculous. Anyways, yes. so yeah, that was kind of fascinating and uh for our hundred what appropriate thing to talk about for our hundredth episode. Yeah, we of found rambling. out that our hundredth episode was destined to be during a pandemic. Yeah. And, they, and that uh, Abraham Lincoln and Kennedy are best buddies in a different life. They're like uh, the the hawk, the hawk, hawk man and hawk woman. Just find each other over and over in lives, except this, they miss themselves. They miss each other this time. By like a hundred years By or like something? By like a hundred years. But they'll, they'll sync up on the next one. Yeah. They're <laughs> somewhere else in a different timeline being like, yeah, man, we're in love. They were the first gay couple. Anyways... You can find other things, specifically of the religious nature we were talking about, but also, I guess, conspiracy theory, like the, the things related to uh, Kennedy and uh, Abraham Lincoln, another crap of that nature. You can find it on, on our feed, which is two shows. But you can find uh, that stuff also, clips and junk, and you can reach us and contact us and talk to us and argue with us, which seems to be what happens lately, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, uh, for the meantime at TikTok, until that disappears on just Convo Pod. And you can find the podcast on our official website, greatthoughts.info, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Yes, and remember to subscribe and rate the show. Give us some stars, whether it be one or it be five or it be two, three, or four. But I guess one and five are both options there. And also, for the sake of numbers, when you rate something, you rate it from one to five or one to ten, which are five and ten special numbers for whatever fucking reason. Anyways... Uh, you can also review the show if you like. Not an obligation, but we always love getting a review because it helps people that wander by know whether you liked it, hated it, but not just by a rate number, rather by your actual comment on what's going on. Hey man, they suck. Or, hey man, they're awesome. So yeah, if you want, leave us a review. But please, you don't have an option. We will show up at your door. You better rate us. Yes, and you better recommend it. Yeah. Tell Let people. people know about this show. 100%. If you don't talk about it, there will be somebody showing up at your door. And we got the subhumans. We could just tell them. And they're yes. just going to show up. And then what? You're going to have some superhuman freak worth nothing at your door. And they're going to beat the living crap out of you. Why? Because you didn't raid us. Yes. 
So go rate. And this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Rogers from the UK. Are you a ghost when you astro project? Maybe. Maybe that's exactly what happens during deja vu. It's a waking astro projection rather than a loss of consciousness astro projection. Ooh, a different type of astro projection? Yes. Ah, who says we can't do that while awake? Yes, What? exactly. It's interesting. So you tuned into something else and you projected yourself there. Yeah. And so somebody sees it and then you're just right back as soon as you lose the frequency. Think about how meditation works. You meditate for a split second and then you're like, wow, I'm doing it. And that's the moment you snap out of it because you're talking in your head again. Once you defeat, when it's like, wow, clarity, there's nothing happening in my, oh crap, I'm talking again. Yeah. Then you're you again. Then you're you again. I think that's the same thing that is a deja vu. You're not, you're just in some flow state and then you're like what the fuck this has happened before and then you're out of it as soon as that thought happens so you kind of are conscious that you went somewhere else but it's very like this place so it's not like exactly like it just feels like deja vu because of that exactly exactly so you projected you did an astral projection but it was the same as meditation it was just until you realize you were accomplishing it and then you're out And so you realize it quickly. We're very aware creatures. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the moment repetition starts happening, your voice jumps back in. And it's like, hey, this looks familiar. Oh, wait, it stops feeling familiar. What was that? Oh, it was just deja vu. But it was you in some flow state, astral projecting through sheer meditation. You were so tuned out. You projected and then you thought about it and then you stopped. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Nitrum and Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black. I'm Rob. I'm Slim. And I'm the Slambagini himself, baby! Yeah! The Rob and Slim Show is a weekly comedy show with an hour and a half of happy horseshit, followed by four half-hour interviews with actors, authors, and more. Scott Bale loves us. And I smear shit on my stomach in the bathtub! Fuck yeah! Catch us live every Wednesday, 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ipmnation.com forward slash live2 or facebook.com forward slash Robin Slim. Or well, listen to the Robin Slim Show on Podbean or iTunes, baby! Yeah! I just shit my fucking pants!